What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of We All Deserve to Eat. I'm your host, Neil, and I thank you for joining us in this space where we will build perspective and grow together and hopefully have some meaningful discussion. However you found us, I'm glad you're here, and thank you for joining us on this journey. Well, welcome back to another episode, everybody. Um, I know I've taken a bit of time off. I have lots to update you on. I guess I should start by telling you I went back to uh, school this past week for the first full week of our new school year um, at my old high school, actually. So I'm very, very excited to be back in my old stomping grounds, actually teaching the same business classes that I took as a student in that very classroom when I was a student in grade 11 and grade 12, way back when in 2000 and, oh gosh, 2003, 2004, and 2004, 2005. So dating myself a little bit there. But uh, yeah, no, it's been an amazing week so far. The community is exactly as I remember it. And I'm very, very excited to be back. Um, There's been a few updates in terms of artwork on the wall, and it was an art school. It still is, I should say. Some of the incredibly incredibly talented visual artists singers musicians uh, drama and theater students um, that the region has to offer and it's a very very uh, prominent program and uh, I'm very very happy to be at a school that has such a strong academic community and uh, yeah no it's just been an an amazing week Um, I also wanted to address uh, this uh, this trend that hopefully you know hasn't made its way around the world I know it's it's unfortunately hit a lot of schools in the States and some in Canada. Um, this apparent TikTok trend where students go around tagging bathrooms, tagging walls. Um, they've stolen soap dispensers. People have broken toilets and sinks. And now it's resorting to stealing from educators and stealing from staff, um, going into staff rooms. And I just I just encourage uh, TikTok to take down this trend. I don't know that they won't hear this, but I encourage that sentiment. And I'm going to put a video out to my followers tomorrow. Um, again, just saying as we enter a new week, just keep in mind that we're all happy to be back in school. You know, educators, custodians, administrative staff, um, executive support staff, front office staff, everybody's happy to be back. And most importantly, the students. Some students find school a very safe space. They find it a space where they can get away and be themselves and they see friends and they socialize and they learn. They take advantage of their learning opportunities. And I think that this sort of this, I don't even want to call it a trend, but this ridiculousness, it really just puts a damper on the space that we aim to make school again. So I encourage, you know, if you're a student, you hear this, I encourage you not to participate in this. Um, If you're an educator, I hope that you don't get hit by this. If you're a school administrator, I hope that you've addressed this with your staff, but I hope that again, it, I hope it stops. It's, it's not fun. It's not cool. You know, be yourself, express yourself, but don't join in on this trend. And, you know, hopefully it comes to a stop sooner rather than later. But, um, you know, to end on sort of a positive note, like I said, it's great to be back at my old school. And thankfully at my school, I'm, you know, knock wood. I'm not worried about uh, this happening with the culture that I, you know, left as a student 
and return to as an educator. I am not worried about this at all in my community. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. I'm very fortunate that we, we don't have to worry about that. And it's such a, again, a beautiful, vibrant student community um, with passionate teachers and educators and support staff. And everyone, there's a sense that they genuinely care about their environment. And again, I've been fortunate with my classes so far um, with the first full week back that Oh, they've been talkative and social and engaging and, you know, with our new school structure and everything sort of requiring a different level of patience, I really, you know, appreciated what the students brought. And I'll talk more on that in a little bit. Um, but I did want to update you um, on the end of summer because summer is always a nice thing to, to sort of end with as a teacher. We're, we're very privileged that way and fortunate that the school year here in North America tends to run 10 months of the year in secondary and in elementary and then two months off. Um, or, you know, that's the way it is here in Ontario. I know it differs across the country and it differs around North America, but genuinely, generally, that's the that's the school structure. So, you know, um, I ended the week, um, the last week in August before going back for a few uh, days of PD training. Um, I took the last week in August and went out to Alberta reconnected with some family. One of my cousins lives out there. I took a solo trip on the advice of my partner, actually. Um, I'm 34, for those of you who don't know, and I had never taken a solo trip. I've been fortunate to travel to many states, to many provinces across um, our country. Uh, I've traveled to South America, to Asia, but I've never done a solo trip. And uh, so I decided to get away uh, to the mountains in Alberta and landed in Calgary and made my first trip to the Badlands to see the fossil lands out there. Um, learned a lot about myself. You learn you have a lot of time to reflect. You have a lot of time to think. Um, I did find uh, out something new about myself, uh, and that is that I enjoy hiking. I will hike any day of the week. Long, short, doesn't matter. It is worth the views that you get. Um, I know that there's a lot in Ontario to be discovered. There's hidden gems all over this province, but Alberta, from Canmore to Banff to Lake Louise, which I've been fortunate to have visited before, so it was kind of revisiting that, I would do that in a second. And the hikes in the Badlands, the peaks you can get to are unbelievable. Camping is a hard no still, um, but fall hikes, summer hikes are any day of the week. I might come around on camping, but for now, let's just go with baby steps and accept the fact that I love hiking now. And for those of you who know me, would I'm sure you'd just be like, what? But yep, I, I love hiking. Um, so in uh, to wrap up the Alberta trip, I was able to finally meet up with one of my boys, uh, Jesse. Uh, he lives in Edmonton, and I coordinated a surprise through his wifey, uh, Jeanette. And uh, we were able to spend the last couple nights together. Uh, they opened their home to me and let me stay from Saturday until Monday when I flew out. And uh, it was a total surprise to him. I've known him for over a year through TikTok. Um, we've we've made this awesome friendship, this this brothership, if you will. And uh, you know, we are we we figured out we are exactly the same person, just in different provinces. We bring the same energy. We have the same mindset. Uh, it was the perfect perfect way to end off uh, the last full week of summer. And then heading back to school, uh, we spent some time at the beach. Um, Toronto has a beautiful beach, for those of you who don't know, just on the southeast corner of the city. And uh, yeah, it, it was just a wonderful, very tranquil way to, to end summer.
right? So that's what I've been up to, and I am sorry I've been MIA for a bit, but I'm back, and I will try to make this more of a weekly occurrence, um, but I figured I'd have something to at least talk about and, you know, a topic of discussion for today, which will be, of course, dealing with change. Um, and I feel a lot of my stories connect to that, and I feel that the first week of school really exemplified that. And, uh, you know, there's a few connecting points and connecting stories that uh, I have to go with this. And uh, I would love to hear your feedback. And of course, I'll drop my uh, email at the end of this podcast in case you have any questions. But uh, today's topic would be dealing with change. And, you know, like I said, I started back at a, uh, my old high school, but really it was a new school because the student body has changed. Um, the school has grown. Um, I'm back in person now for the first time since uh, last year, March 2020. So not only am I back in the classroom since March 2020. Uh, is that correct? I'm just trying to get my timeline straight. Yes. Um, I spent all of last year as a virtual teacher. So actually being back in person, even though we're all masked up, what a different energy that brings. And that's something to get used to in itself. Um, the, the, again, open discussion that you're able to have and the, you know, of course, being distanced and going through the new protocols is something to get adjusted to. And the new lunch schedule is something to get adjusted to. Um, but overall, through the producing content and through the changes, I would take in person any day of the week, any day. And so that has been a very, very happy change that has gone on. And, uh, you know, uh, going back to the last few weeks of summer, in addition to my Alberta trip, um, I reconnected with some family and some friends. And, um, you know, I just tried to reestablish connection with people that I'd lost touch with over the last few months, um, going through some ups and downs of my own in, in terms of personal connections and, and re- relationships and, um, you know, friendships and and people coming in and out of your life for different reasons um, and just doing a lot of personal reflection, done a lot of reading, but not to go off too much on a tangent. um, In speaking to my cousins, which helped me prep for school and dealing with this change, the best way I could describe it, which I described it to my partner, was I felt more intellectually nourished talking to them and dealing with change and wondering why, you know, people come in and out of your life for a reason, but I'm a firm believer that no one comes into your life by accident. There's always the the universe is always speaking to you that way that somebody or someone uh, will come into your life for a reason. And there were a few analogies that will sound a little cliche, but it it was through a couple friends of mine. Um, one I read on her Instagram story and the other was through uh, a hike of all things um, that I did with my cousin when I took a day trip uh, with her uh, just out to a little trail um, outside of the city. So the first one was had to do with people coming into your life for a reason or a season. And even though that I'm a firm believer that everyone comes into your life for a reason, I agree with that quote wholeheartedly. Um, they're not always meant to stay in your life forever. Um, they may serve a purpose or they I believe they always serve a purpose. But they have maybe their seasons that they show up or maybe one season and then that's all they make their appearance and by season it can be defined by any length of time. Uh, It doesn't have to resort to what we've constructed as the seasons changing, but you know, it's just any amount of time. Um, If they find themselves uh, fading out of your life or perhaps interacting with you different, there may be a reason for it, 
right? So reason or a season. And when I was hiking with my cousin, she also, she's one of, first of all, she's one of the most intelligent people that I've ever come across in my life. And uh, she had said that her mother had given her this analogy. And if you think of your life as a garden, and I don't want to sound too Zen, I don't want to sound too philosophical, but it really made a lot of sense. And if your life is a garden, you have your annuals and your perennials. And your perennials will last through different seasons, will last through the majority of your life, and will always manage to sort of regrow and reappear at various times in your life. And then you have your annuals that may last only a season, truly a season. And after one season, they tend to sort of fade out or, you know, a bit more morbidly, they tend to die off if it's a literal garden. And they'll make their appearance at various times, depending on what you've constructed as your season in your personal life. And again, they will fade in and out. And we also spoke about the idea of soul contracts. And this was more with my partner, but this sort of connects to what I was talking with my cousin. We all have, again, a purpose in people's lives. And when the change comes, whether it's a change in environment with colleagues, whether it's a change in friendship or relationship or connection with people, we all have a soul contract to fill with people. Sometimes the frustrating part is we don't always know when that soul contract is up because it's not written, we've never seen it, but at one point we might realize that our soul contract with certain connections might come to an end. And it's not for any vicious reason, and it's not for anything poor, but it's something that we have to consider because we only have a limited amount of space that we can give. We only have a limited amount of space that we can give to people, to thoughts in our head, to our profession and our careers, and to our personal life for balance. We often struggle to find that balance, but that's part of dealing with change and continually growing. And I'm a firm believer that you are the company you keep, and that's been a concept. I know it's not new, but it's been a concept that's been drilled into me and conditioned into me since I can remember, by family, by friends, my mother and father more, more specifically, but it's always really true. You are the company you keep and people will treat you as you treat yourself. So not only is the company that you surround yourself with genuinely a reflection of you, but you have to think about optics wise, what message that projects to other people. Not that you have to care, but if you are someone that does, that's something you have to consider. And when we deal with change, it's again, it's not always negative, but sometimes, well, actually, not sometimes in this case, oftentimes, if not all the time, any change is scary and any change is hard. Changing schools, changing careers, changing connections, who you turn to in certain situations, that can all be a very, very scary thing. And we all experience those ups, downs, those peaks and valleys. But the key is how do we respond to that change? How do we not allow the fear of change to consume us and deal with it, especially if it's happening right in front of us? How we choose to respond is totally in our control. What we choose to let affect us is totally in our control. And I think that the decision to 
engage with people, the decision to make personal connections, it all again has a purpose and has a reason. But like any connection, when that reason has served its purpose, perhaps the soul contract is over. Perhaps it's come to an end. And if it's for the better, that transition part will be scary because it always is. And we go through that every single day. I know that there are some of my students who were expecting to see another teacher, a colleague of mine, amazing teacher. Maybe we're expecting to see him or wanted him because he's taught the course before. So I had to think of ways that I could engage these students and show them that not only am I there for them, but that I am here to serve a purpose for them. And I'll tell a quick story before I wrap up so we can end on kind of a fun note. But it was an activity again that I got from my cousin. And it was through a phone conversation that we had. And it was a a perspective building and a team building activity. So I gave the class 15 minutes to draw out how to make toast. And once those 15 minutes were up, we accepted every possible step one. And in 25 students, we managed to round out at seven step ones. And from there, it took us another 20 minutes to establish step one. And it was amazing how quickly the next steps fell in line, but the whole activity of how to make toast from beginning to end took about 35 to 40 minutes. Now, for those of you who care, the class was business leadership. And the lesson was, in an ever-learning environment where we continually learn, the classroom in life, we were all given the same instructions and the same amount of time. Everybody brought a perspective. Everybody thought that each one of their steps served a purpose. Yet everybody could not agree on step one. And that took the longest. And the idea was, sometimes with perspective, everybody thinks that their process and everybody thinks what they're doing in their own life or their own process is correct. And sometimes it takes a certain perspective to sort of rein all of those in and show them, hey, this is what we have to see and decide on. And this is what's important and this is what's not. The idea was what steps serve a purpose, but the perspective building was unbelievable. I cannot wait to see what this semester holds with my classes. I'm teaching business leadership and marketing, and I cannot wait to see how these students grow and how they change over these five months that I have with them. I think that the new structure will provide a break and a chance for them to get excited about being in the class again. And we're all going through this change together. People are experiencing personal change. People are experiencing professional change. People are continually evolving and growing. And as long as we can build that perspective and remind ourselves of our purpose and to keep being eternal learners, that's going to be the key to dealing and responding positively to expected and sometimes unexpected change in your life. I think we'll wrap it up there today. I wanted to thank you all very much for joining me 
If you, by chance, have any questions or would like to hear about a certain topic, you can always email me. My email is podcast at gmail.com. I wanted to thank you again for joining me on this journey. This music is provided by my good friend from university, Mike Anabalu. Uh, check him out on all major streaming platforms, um, and I will definitely plug him in the captions and on my podcast. You can find uh, his handles as well on Buzzsprout. Uh, so again, I wanted to thank you very, very much for joining me uh, in this first episode of uh, what I'll call Season 2 as we start a new school year and a fresh perspective. Thank you, thank you very much, and have a beautiful, beautiful week.